So it's not retirement that is the problem. You know, retirement is a neutral situation, a neutral circumstance or your age or how much money you have saved. That's, that's neutral, but how, what the meaning that you make out of it is, is what we want to look at. So it's, it's understanding what your thoughts are, what your beliefs are around these pieces, and then looking at the ones that aren't serving you. Welcome to Your Retirement Planning Simplified with your host, Joseph Curry, a CFP professional who is going to help you learn how to simplify your retirement planning. This podcast is all about helping you answer those burning questions you've had about your retirement possibilities and making a plan to get there. Through retirement planning education, resources, and expert interviews, Joe will help you get clear on your retirement vision how to simplify it, and what you'll need specifically to achieve or maintain your financial freedom. Ready to live out your retirement dreams and create future opportunities for the ones you love? Then let's get started. Hello, your Retirement Planning Simplified listeners. It's Lindsay, and today Joe and I speak with retirement coach Tammy Vigu. Now, Tammy Vigu has had a 20-year career in the pension and investment industry, consulted on multi-million dollar pension plans, advised and educated thousands of employees across Canada on their retirement plans, as well as spoken internationally on the topic of retirement planning. Now, some of the topics that we touch on during the conversation are common anxieties around retirement and how to achieve a mindset beyond money as you approach retirement and the importance of mindset, authenticity, and purpose. We also cover a few other topics that we think will help anyone who might feel some anxiety around retirement. Now, of course, if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and share with family and friends. And as always, if there's a topic, issue, or question you'd like addressed, please reach out to us. We'd be happy to to do a podcast on it, and the information to do so will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Hi, Tammy. I'd like to welcome Tammy Vig to your Retirement Planning Simplified. Uh, she's our guest and a retirement coach. Now, I'd like to, to start by by sort of framing things. You, you didn't retire in the traditional sense, and you've mentioned that your experience in the financial industry and coaching has really led you to believe that retirement planning is incomplete and that the idea of saving enough money and choosing the right investments is only a part of a happy retirement. And I was just wondering, could you tell us a bit about why you believe this or what makes you say that? Yeah, thanks, Lindsay. Well, I think that, you know, having worked on in the financial industry for 20 years kind of has given me a unique perspective. And so what I discovered was that, you know, it wasn't necessarily retirement readiness wasn't necessarily tied to how much money someone had saved in their account. So, you know, sometimes I would be as a pension advisor, I'd be meeting with clients who had a couple hundred thousand dollars and other clients who had millions of dollars. And it didn't matter what the actual dollar amount was. Retirement readiness was more sort of a, a mindset piece I found. And so I have a coaching background. And so I've been coaching for many years. And I guess really the the way I came to see this gap in retirement planning was I had a coaching business that I'd started in 2008, and I was really focused on stress management. So I was teaching corporate stress management programs, doing one-on-one 
stress management coaching with uh, with clients. And interestingly, the people that were showing up, a lot of them were women lawyers who were in their 60s. So they, I guess their jobs were quite stressful and they were coming to these sessions to, to, to learn more about stress management. And what I found was that one of their biggest stresses was retirement. So they were approaching retirement. A lot of them had mandatory retirement as part of their partnership agreements at their law firms. And so they were approaching, you know, this retirement date at 65 and they were really dreading it, which surprised me because, you know, um, they had all the money that they would ever need to retire comfortably to, to actually retire, I would say luxuriously, if you could sort of put it that way. And they were absolutely dreading it. So I found that that was this piece that was, that was sort of neglected in terms of retirement planning conversations. We have traditionally focused on, you know, making sure people have have enough savings, making sure that they have the right investment vehicles, asset allocation, all of those conversations. But there was really no, no conversations around, you know, what are you going to do? What are you retiring to? And how will you replace some of those work benefits that, that are the non-financial benefits of work? like structure, you know, our work gives us a place to go every day. We know where we're going to be that eight to 10 hours, you know, a sense of purpose. Uh, A lot of us are really tied to our careers as our identity. You know, when we introduce ourselves, when we're meeting new people, that's what we, you know, we tend to say, I'm a, and then fill in the blank with your, with your job title. So there was like all these pieces around these other pieces that needed to be replaced to be ready for retirement that that were really being neglected. And so, so that was 2008 when I sort of started thinking about this, this gap in retirement planning. And then I, I started to create programs to address those needs, like this non-financial aspects of, um, of planning for a successful retirement. So, you know, replacing, you know, status, even status, friendships, structure, purpose, all of those things that aren't necessarily conversations that you would have with your financial advisor, so this retirement coaching piece became an important part of, of what I offered. Awesome. And I'm going to, uh, I might come back to him and ask you a little bit more about how you help people find purpose and, and change their identity. But be- before I get there, you mentioned how, you know, some of the, the lawyers you spoke with, they were forced to make that switch. So that's, you know, I guess one way of, of ending up in retirement. But another way is, you know, there's a lot of people who, like you said, identify with their career, but maybe they're they don't know what retirement's going to look like for for them because they don't know how their identity will change because they do identify with their career. But on the same hand, they still don't want to work at the same pace they've always been working. So how do you kind of get someone to maybe have the conversation with themselves or someone like you to make that, I guess, a mindset shift from I have to keep doing this because it's all I've ever done to, you know, that the next phase, I guess. Yeah. So, so I have a process that I would walk someone through and it's interesting that you said mindset right away. And with the first piece of that process is really about mindset. So mindset is a lot of times people are looking at retirement as an ending 
and they don't have a vision of what that might look like for them, whether it's, you know, are you going to be consulting or working in some capacity? Are you going to be fully retired in the traditional sense, all of that? So this first part of my process, and so I'll talk a little bit about my process. It's I've created what I call the retirement map. And map is an acronym for mindset, authentic self, and purpose. So this mindset piece that you mentioned is really about creating that positive vision of what you're retiring to, and also letting go of some of those old limiting beliefs that you might have around retirement. I I really find that that's a huge piece because particularly for high achievers, successful people, they have so identified with with what they've accomplished, with, with what their careers have given them, that this, you know, creating this positive vision and letting go of some of those old, maybe stereotypes or just beliefs that they may have been carrying around around a long time about what retirement means. I often find particularly for high achievers, there's this sense that they are a worry, in fact, that they might become invisible or that they won't be valued or they'll be on the outside looking in. There's a lot of really negative thoughts around what this piece might mean if if they haven't done any planning. And if I was a client planning my retirement and struggling in a particular area, and let's say, again, we'll use the example of the high achiever who can't imagine leaving... I can't imagine leaving my career for retirement. What sort of guidance or questions do you pose to your client to help them overcome those hurdles? Yeah, the first thing that I would do in um, in this piece would be to get really clear on what those fears are. So what are the thoughts that are preventing them from creating a positive vision or looking forward to retirement? Part of my coaching philosophy is that our thoughts create our feelings and it's our feelings that drive our actions. So if you're feeling afraid, there's a thought that you're having that's creating that that emotion of fear, right? So we want to dig into, well, why are you afraid? So what is it about retirement that that scares you? So it's not retirement that is the problem. You know, retirement is a neutral situation, a neutral circumstance or your age or how much money you have saved, that's that's neutral. But how what the meaning that you make out of it is is what we want to look at. So it's it's understanding what your thoughts are, what your beliefs are around these pieces, and then looking at the ones that aren't serving you. So you know if you if you have a thought that retirement means you're not going to be valuable anymore, which is a common one, I will say, then you really need to investigate that. Does it serve you? And what might be another thought that you could practice thinking? So a lot of our thoughts were just, you know, we've picked them up along the way. You know, we have these traditional kind of uh, views of retirement as you know, the old view of retirement as being old age and you, you know, you rest and relax and that's all that retirement means. So we really have to question all of those things. And so it's, it's understanding what you might be thinking about retirement or aging, or, you know, what does it mean to be successful? Does that, are, are you tying that to your work? And then how do we, how do we choose intentionally to think new thoughts about this next phase of your life? And so it's really helping people really kind of be the watcher of their thoughts and to practice new ones. So that's really what I do. So asking questions specifically to that person around what are the thoughts that are that are unintentional thoughts that are holding you back and how do we create some some deliberate and conscious on purpose thoughts that will move you forward. Okay. That that's great. And so you've talked about uh, mindset, you've mentioned purpose, identity, 
Do you kind of have like a framework for the different things to address for someone who is uh, approaching or thinking about retirement so that once they get there, it's going to be a, a fulfilling and successful retirement? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it really is this three-step process that I would walk someone through. And it takes time, right? So it's not like you're going to move from I, I won't be valuable, a belief that I won't be valuable in retirement to retirement is the best time of my life. It takes some time to, to get to those new thoughts. So that mindset piece is really around. So it's these three steps, right? Mindset is we are going to look at what might be holding you back, the the limiting beliefs that that have that we just need to practice new ones. We also need to create a positive vision for your future. And that piece is around helping people to connect with a vision of their future self. And so, you know, career success, confidence is based on our previous accomplishments, right? We are feeling pretty confident about what we do in our careers because we have evidence of that. What I try and do in this mindset piece is help someone to connect to their future self, where that self-confidence comes from a belief that a new possibility is, is available to them. So it's really understanding like, and really connecting to this vision of you in the future, whether it's 10 years or 20 years, but creating kind of a model of who are you at that phase in your life? So some of what I do is, you know, just getting people to maybe journal around what, what would your future self want for you, those kinds of things. So those are really useful exercises. But what I also find very useful is visualizations because it kind of gets you out of your thinking mind and you can allow yourself to um, to just you know, dream and see what, what might come to you in, in a visualization. So that's the first piece is, you know, let go of limiting beliefs, create a positive vision for your future. And there's been lots of studies actually that say that successful retirements are, are really based on retiring to a positive vision. So this piece I feel is really, really critical. Then the next phase is, is authentic self and how I think about authentic self is like, who are you beyond the words printed on your business card? Like, who are you beyond the role that you play in your career? And so the questions that I would ask somebody would be, and, and again, this is a process that takes some time. It's sort of this inner reflection and, and inner work would be, what are your values? So what's important to you? So helping people mine their values. And sometimes, you know, we can think about values as these words like integrity or honesty and things like that, which we all aspire to, or we would all want. But I think values is like digging deeper into what are some peak experiences? What must you have in your life in order to be fulfilled? What drives you crazy? The things that drive you crazy, it's because there's a value that's not being honored. So it's really kind of digging into what are your values? So your values are what's important to you. And then the next thing would be, what are your strengths? There's been research in positive psychology that says, you know, our true happiness comes from understanding and using our strengths every day. So this idea of, you know, kicking back in the Adirondack chair in retirement isn't really fulfilling, right? You need to use your strengths. So it's under, understanding what's what you're good at. And then this last piece of authentic self is really around what are your passions and interests? And for a lot of people who've been really busy in their careers and raising families, that's kind of a lost piece sometimes, right? So it's going back in time and looking at what you might have liked to do when you were younger, what you might like to do now, or what you might want to try in the future. So authentic self is these pieces of like, what 
What makes you tick? Your values, your strengths, your interests. And then the other piece is what do you get out of your work? Which is such an important question, right? What what do you like about your work? Because what you like about your work will be what you'll need to replace in retirement. So if you like the relationships with your colleagues and and that and challenge, like you'll need to find ways to replace those benefits in retirement. So that's all this piece around authentic self. So, you know, we get structure and purpose and, you know, time management, all of those things from, from our work. So it's really getting clear on what are you getting and how do you find ways to replace that? So that's that second piece. So mindset, authentic self. And then the last piece is purpose. And I find that, you know, purpose can be a bit of a loaded term, you know, so if you're to be asked, what is your purpose in life? It feels pretty heavy, right? Like we think about, oh, I have to have some grand mission to save the world or the polar bears or something like that. But really purpose is just living in alignment with your authentic self. So it is understanding your values and living by them, understanding your strengths and using them, understanding what you like to do and doing it. So it's purpose is just sort of this connecting the dots. So once you've done the, you know, those first two phases where you're understanding how you're thinking and you've done some work around who am I really, what's important to me, what am I good at, then that purpose piece just actually becomes pretty effortless. It's like, oh, okay, I can see where this might be pointing me to. That's that's great. There's a lot of awesome stuff there we can unpack. I'm sure Lindsay has some questions, but I want to jump into a couple of those things you just said. So I don't know if you've been uh, reading Ben Hardy, ben Hardy lately, but uh, you talked about future self. So Ben Hardy has a, a book out this year, uh, Be Your Future Self. And, and it's very much in line with exactly what you're just talking about right now. And I find, you know, it's usually the uh, men in or approaching retirement have a much harder time with the mindset piece. You, I don't know, you might agree or not agree, but it is really important to kind of explore that mindset and kind of where you are and where you want to be. And, and one really good way of doing that is thinking about, you know, your future self. So if you're, you know, looking five years into the future, looking into retirement, like what, what do you want things to look like? And you also kind of said, think about who you are other than your your career and i think a lot of people probably maybe don't even know so it might also be a little bit about what do i want to be outside of my career and thinking about that right yeah absolutely and and realizing that we can decide who we want to be at any point in time right so we look for evidence in our past of what's possible but we can look to our future to think about what's possible so one of the one of the things that I like to think about in terms of future self would be like a, a daily practice of, well, how would my future self deal with this? Or how does my future self act or behave or dress or, you know, all of these things where you can almost embody that future in your present. And I think that's really almost an easy way to sort of pull you forward is really connecting with that idea of future self right now. And it can also be also very motivating once you've identified that future self that you want, start taking steps to move in that direction. Yeah. And it's, and it's what I like about that too, is like, you know, when we're goal setting, it's like creating that big, big vision for your future. And that future self can almost like pull you forward versus sometimes when we're setting goals, it feels like we have to trudge through the muck and we have to work really hard to do something. It's like when you can connect to this vision of yourself in the future and a big positive vision, it's like that pulls you forward. So I really, I really think it's an important piece. 
Yeah, oh, that's great. Okay, <laughs> just looking. I guess maybe the only other thing I wanted to add, or maybe uh, get your thought on, is when we were thinking about purpose. So we talked about purpose and the future self, and, and you kind of said it. Like if you think about, uh, you know, who you want to be in the future self, maybe the purpose will just come naturally. And the other thing is, again, people wanting to think they should know what you know the purpose of life is or whatever for yeah. them. You know, something like purpose can change too, right? And it could be that, that's such of, a good point. Yeah, it could be yes. like more priorities too. What are your priorities over the next little while? And they might change. So, so like for me, one of my priorities is some progress with uh, with my kids in the stage that they're at, and but that, that'll change over time. That won't always be my purpose as they. It's a really good point. Start to have their own purpose and move on, right? So it's just yeah, getting clear about yeah what you want and what's really important to you now, and and maybe working towards those priorities and having that as your motivation to to get up and keep going for now. But as passions mm-hmm. change, relationships change, all that kind of stuff that that's a can be a moving target. Yeah. And I think that's such a good point too, that, you know, in different phases of our lives, our purpose may change. And also what I find sometimes is is people are afraid to try the next thing. And it's because they might be afraid of failing or they stay in indecisive. Like it's safer to, you know, not decide or stay in confusion than to take the next step. So that's a really important reminder for people is like, you don't have to have it all figured out. You can try this next thing as long as it's aligned with, you know, your authentic self, your values, your strengths, your interests, then you can try the next thing. And it doesn't have to be the thing you can change. Right. And I think that that's a really important reminder for people is like, don't put so much pressure on yourself. You know, you can try something new and you don't have to be extraordinary at it. You know, be a begin, allow yourself to be a beginner again too, which is um, a piece that I think people need reminding about is that they don't have to be perfect in this next thing. So allow yourself to, to be a beginner and, and allow yourself to fail, which is uncomfortable, <laughs> but that's the, that's the sort of the price of growth, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that so many people, we forget how, how, you know, how long it took us to become successful in our careers. We forget all the failures and the things that we didn't do perfectly right off the bat. So I think that that's, it's a good reminder of that too. It's like, you're going to fail. And, and so what, right? Absolutely. Lindsay, I'll let you get a word in. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I, so we're talking about failure a, a bit. And, and of course, it, you learn the most from your failures. Absolutely. I'm just curious, after someone's sort of looked at that map and, and worked through that map, what would you define as a successful retirement? I mean, that might be hard because it's probably different for each person, but we could speak generally. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. It is different for each person. And that is a successful retirement is you understanding what it is for you. So once you've worked through the process, once you know your values, your strengths and your interests, it would be living in alignment with that. So, so, you know, what, what I get people to do is, is once we've kind of got their core values or core strengths and maybe five or 10 interests, then we brainstorm together. What could this look like? How could we put all of these pieces together in a way that that feels aligned, right? That you can step into. So I would say successful retirement is, is alignment. That would be the way that I would describe it. It is that is purpose. It's like you are living in alignment with what with yourself, 
who you're meant to be. It doesn't have to be, again, it doesn't have to be extraordinary. Your purpose doesn't have to be extraordinary or something grand. It, it could just be, I'm an amazing grandmother or, or wife, or, you know, I volunteer. Like it doesn't have to be something incredible. It'll be incredible to you, right? That's, that's <laughs> what, yeah. So I, I would say it's just, um, getting people to live unapologetically, understand who you are and live in that way. Excellent. Perfect. Something that I wanted to return to and just touch on briefly is just how complementary financial planning and retirement coaching are and how they support each other. And, mm-hmm. and how do you see that playing out, you know, a financial planner, or retirement coach, how they might be able to help that person who's in the process of transitioning to, yeah. to their ideal retirement? Yeah, it's a great question. Well, you know, as a pension advisor, I think the number one question, and Joe, you can probably weigh on this one too, is um, the number one question that I would get is, do I have enough money to retire? I'm seeing, yeah, absolutely. seeing some yeah. nods. Yeah. <laughs> do I have enough money to retire? But it's like, how do you know how much money you'll need if you don't actually have a plan for your life? So, you know, there's this sort of misconception that there's this magic number out there for everyone. And that once we reach that financial goal, then everything else will kind of fall into place. But I think it's important for someone to understand what life will look like in order to understand how much they're going to need to fund that life. So I think that, you know, retirement coach and a certified financial planner working together can help solve that mystery, right? So once you have the life plan, you can create a budget and your financial advisor can tell you whether your retirement savings is going to fund that lifestyle or if you need to make some adjustments. You know, I think sometimes people are scared that they have these big dreams for their retirement, which might involve travel or going back to school or things like that, that they might not necessarily be able to afford. But once you know what what motivates you, what drives you, then you can find alternate ways to fulfill that that might not necessarily be as financially costly. So I think that's an important piece too, to understand what do you want your life to look like? And then let's work with Joe to find out how much is that going to cost? And do you, are you on track or do you need to make some adjustments to your financial plan or to your life plan? So I think they're really complementary. I, now, I know that you have a book coming out in the fall of 2023 called The Curated Retirement. Could you tell us, a, just, just give us a sort of an idea of you know what might be contained in that book and uh, just to let us let us have some insight, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Lindsay. Yeah, it is. Um, it really is my model. So it's it's designed to help people go through the process that I would do in a one on one coaching or group coaching relationship. So it's it's understanding this map. So it's a kind of a how to or step by step process to help someone create a retirement life plan that is uniquely meaningful to them. So it is really understanding the map, mindset, authentic self, and purpose. I weave in you know, some research and some case studies and stories around how this can be accomplished. So, And then also refer people back to their financial advisor once they've got <laughs> the map <laughs> to make sure that they're on track financially for that piece. So it's really just addressing yeah, all the non-financial aspects of retirement planning. That's great. Well, uh, we'll look forward to seeing that come out. 
And so between now and then, if anyone wanted to uh, follow you or get in touch with you, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, they can go to my website. I have on my website, actually, I have a downloadable workbook that's uh, that you can work through to find out what are, are the benefits of retirement or sorry, what are the benefits of your work and how to replace those in retirement. So it's a free download there. It is on TammyVigue.com. So T-A-M-M-Y-V-I-G-U-E.com. You can sign up to uh, to be part of my weekly emails as part of, it's called the Curated Retirement Collective. So I tend to reach out Tuesdays and, and give people some perspectives on what I'm seeing as things that they should be thinking about when they are planning for this non-financial aspects of retirement. Okay, perfect. So if anyone's uh, listening right now and they're driving and can't write all that down, we'll make sure we include all <laughs> Tammy's info in the show notes. Thank you. Absolutely. Yep. We'll make sure everything's linked in the, in the show notes. Thank you so much. All right, Tammy. Well, we appreciate your time today. I'm sure we could keep this conversation going all day, but <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll end it now uh, in respect for your time. But we do appreciate you joining us on Your Retirement Planning Simplified. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed speaking to you. Investment services are provided through Matthews & Associates Investments of Aligned Capital Partners Incorporated and approved trade name of Aligned Capital Partners Inc. ACPI. Only investment-related products and services are offered through ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI and covered by the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Tax planning, financial planning, and insurance services are provided through Matthews & Associates. Matthews & Associates is an independent company separate and distinct from ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI. Matthews & Associates are not licensed tax professionals, and you should consult with your tax advisor before acting on any recommendations. Thank you for joining us for this latest episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. If you'd like to see how prepared you are for retirement, we've created a free retirement readiness calculator to help you out. Go to matthewsandassociates.ca forward slash ready to input your retirement information and receive instant feedback to help you evaluate your current retirement readiness. Be sure to tune back in for the next episode. And until then, we're here to help you simplify and succeed in your retirement planning.